of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, let's talk about the economy for a second. Let's talk about what the White House is looking to do with the budget. Well, well, there are a few things. I mean, a few billion dollars to send the first African-American female to the moon. Did you see that in the budget request? I did not see that. Well, I mean, look, here's the thing is that uh, I, the only conclusion I can draw from this is that Joe Biden is so racist, he literally wants to send black people off the planet. <laughs> wow. And he's willing to spend billions of dollars to do it. So it's just going to be checking boxes. That's yes. going to be what he's going to hang yeah. his presidency on. Yes. Okay. That's it. Now, now, here's another addition to the duffel bag of failure here. Uh, the Biden administration wants Congress to spend more money on COVID relief, even as earlier COVID relief money went towards unprecedented amounts of fraud to the tune of we don't know how much because no one was keeping track of where that money was going. Th- this is infuriating. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it really is. Yeah. And again, we've talked about this, and I'm sure you're listening right now. You know of people that were trying to run a business that were waiting for money that was supposed to be coming, and you kept wondering, when is it ever going to get here? And some of those businesses closed. And now we're talking about this. It, I'll just leave it at that. No. It is infuriating. Well, they're saying that we need money to keep churning out vaccines so we can make them free, right? We need more money. But at the same time, they're ramping up their efforts to vaccinate illegal immigrants against COVID. So the question came up to Kate Bedingfield yesterday. That's one of the spokeswomen for the administration. Like, hey, aren't those two things kind of opposite? You want more money for vaccines, but we have enough vaccines stockpiled that we can give them to illegal immigrants as they come into the country. And and how does that make sense with everything else that we have going on right now? Right. We need more money, but we're also giving money away. Okay. And this is because you've got Saki, who is out right now with yeah. COVID. Yeah. Right. Apparently, she didn't get the fourth shot in time. Right. We got Bettingfield. Okay, roll it. Well, to be clear, we have the supply that we need uh, in this moment to vaccinate uh, Americans here in this country. I don't want to conflate those two things because uh, I think that's not a, that's not an accurate representation um, of what I said. We have we have the supply that we need uh, to vaccinate Americans. What we are asking for is funding to prepare for future eventualities and to ensure that we have what we need as we move forward. Did you catch that, Robbins? I think so. 
Okay, what'd she say? I have no idea. <laughs> you asked me if I caught it. I caught it. I mean, no. we have what we need, but we need more anyway. That, that's what okay. they're saying. And, okay. and, and she says, well, that's not a, an accurate representation of what I said. Now I'm going to basically verbatim say exactly what you said I said. Okay. So get it, you're ripping I'm getting stuff more off. confused. Right. You're just ripping off Kamala with, without her permission. <laughs> right. <laughs> stealing it. Okay. All right. And also with the budget that we're talking about, oh, we're going to tax the rich people. That's what they say, yes. That's what we're going to do. And oil and Ex- gas companies. Yes. Which is going to drive up inflation. Because you're not talking about actually just individual rich people. You're talking about their companies. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Well, I will just take that hit then. The company will just take the hit. No, no there's no. a number of other things that will happen. The prices could get raised. Uh, they may say, you know what? Uh, doing business in the United States has become too expensive again. Maybe we'll move again. It's so infuriating to see how this goes because it's so predictable. It's early in the show to go off. Not really. I think this is warranted. But you know, I really do because what you're saying is absolutely 100% true. But they don't become so billionaires people, because they give money away. There's so many people in the United States that will never hear independent news or conservative news that will just get whatever is spoon-fed to them and think, yeah, tax all the rich people, those billionaires. They need to pay their fair share. Elizabeth Warren was right. Not knowing what the outcome is going to be. So there you go. Meanwhile, the one thing the left is up in arms about right now is losing the ability to indoctrinate kindergartners into the trans agenda. It's driving them nuts. Yeah, it's very weird. Liberals are having a hard time with the fact that Florida has banned teachers from having secret conversations about sex and sexuality with five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Disney came out and said, hey, we're going to work to repeal the bill. And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, he brought down the hammer, man. He did against Disney, saying, hey, hold on a second now. This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. They do not run this state. They do not control this state. Uh, I think they crossed the line. And, you know, people ask me, you know, kind of about, you know, their posture on the bill. I said, you know what? If we would have put in the bill that you were not allowed to have curriculum, that discussed the oppression of the Uyghurs in China, Disney would have endorsed that in a second. Whoa, man. <laughs> wow, I had not heard that. Oh, yeah. man. I love that. I love that. Go on offense. He is showing everybody how this is done. Absolutely. There's a couple of different thoughts I have. One, for some of the governors in the United States that would stop short of even signing a bill so that you would protect women's sports from biological males. Out of fear of, well, there might be an NCAA tournament here in our state, and that would hurt us economically. That dude's taking on Disney. Okay, he doesn't give a flip because he's standing up for what is right. Get a backbone. Stand up for what is right. That's why people put you in office. The other thing I loved about DeSantis is when he talked about Joe Biden, who just lies about this. Well, we're going to fight for our LGBTQ plus ZXY people. 
because they're important to us, and we're going to stand up and, and stand against this Florida law. Okay, and what does DeSantis say? Why doesn't Joe Biden just say what he's for? Talking to five-year-olds about transgender issues and see how that goes with the voting public. Because the voting public is absolutely against it. Just come out and say that, Joe. That's what you're saying. You're for grooming. That's what it is. And so when you see all these people, oh, don't say gay, Bill. <laughs> what is it really about? You want teachers to have the right to talk to little kids about sex issues. And parents don't want it. You've never needed it and don't need it now just because of your agenda. Shove it. But it's much easier to virtue signal with all the cool kids. It is. That's it's why I love DeSantis for calling it out. They don't know what's in the bill. They've never read the bill. They don't know anything about the bill. Love what he's doing there. Oh, me too. Okay. I guess we can get all of the anger and fury out uh, early in the show. Fauci spoke again. Oh. Who's asking Fauci anything? <laughs> no. Well, Dr. Anthony Fauci did an interview with the BBC. Okay. He was, he was asked about the lockdowns that happened here and all over the world in response to the coronavirus and whether or not it was worth it. Okay. Did you grab this just to trigger people? Or well, is this? I mean, maybe. I, I just think this is another brick in the wall because Fauci is incapable of actual self-reflection. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Do you think two years on that they were worth it or were they too severe? You know, I don't think we're ever going to be able to determine what the right balance is. I think the restrictions, if you want to use that word, which I tend to shy away from, lockdown, this certainly prevented a lot of infections, prevented a lot of hospitalizations, and prevented a lot of deaths. There's no doubt about that. Obviously, when you do have that kind of restriction on society, there are unintended negative consequences. Yeah. Yes, Scott. There's no doubt about it. There's billions of reams of pages of doubt about it. What are you talking about? There's doubt everywhere about this. You mean that it saved lives? Yes. We don't know if it did or it didn't. We don't have the slightest idea. No, you could say we know we saved some lives from dying of COVID. You could probably say that. Maybe. Probably. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Really. Maybe. I'm, I'm not even 100% sure yeah. of that. I mean, you want to I'm go giving you that much. <laughs> but we saw the alcohol deaths. Yeah. There Over were more alcohol overdoses. deaths. Suicides. For people under the age of 65 than COVID. And we also had record drug overdoses. Not to mention chronic health disease that went untreated. It cancer screenings. We still don't know the end of Heart that Heart disease. Pick Suicides. one. Suicides. Yes. Remember when Trump brought up, we shut everything down, we're going to see people killing themselves. Yes. He was mocked. Totally mocked. Now, I hope that all of the truth comes out about Fauci. What he knew, when he knew it, the money that he has been giving to China. Well, I mean, all over the world. For all these different, quote, studies and what it was all about in the end. I hope it all comes out. That is also infuriating. Okay, I guess on a lighter note, O.J. Simpson has weighed in on the Will Smith slapping incident of Chris Rock. Yes, he has, finally. I mean, I didn't know really what to think about it until I heard the juice. <laughs> God. From nowhere. And the thing is, David, you brought up O.J. Simpson the other day when we were talking about this story. This is crazy. I made a slightly callous joke the other day about O.J. Simpson killing that woman and... 
Uh, and, and, and yeah, now he is speaking about what Will Smith did and how he feels about it. The juice is loose. It was unfortunate. I, I, I think Will was wrong. Uh, look, I understood the feeling. Now, uh, in my life, I've been through a lot of crap, and I was raising two young kids, and every comedian in the country had an OJ routine. And don't think I wouldn't want to be slapped a couple of those guys. But man, when OJ says he'd like to slap you a little, you get more nervous than usual. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know what that means. By the way, do you know where this interview took place? Not an interview. He did it just himself. It, he's okay. He is on his personal spring break uh, somewhere on the East Coast, and he was at a bar. And really? And had to go to a, quote-unquote, more quiet place to film this. Because it so, sounded like there was a party going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's at a bar. Okay. All right, go ahead, Juice. So sorry. You got to accept it's it's humor, and I didn't even think that was all that egregious. I thought it was a semi unfunny joke, but I I I don't know. I don't get it. I know this. After what happened to me in Las Vegas, if I would have done that in front of a billion people watching around the world, they would have given me life without. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, and when it when it comes to Will Smith's humiliation, OJ really knows how to twist the knife. <laughs> when a murderer is approaching you, yeah, you get a little nervous. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Who uses TurboTax to do their taxes? Uh, quite a few people. Uh, they're getting sued. We'll get to that much more. Thank Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the Millennial, David Van Camp, and the Sexy Boomer. That's Scott Robbins. Okay, we were talking a little bit about Biden's budget and then, you know, taxes going up. Not a big surprise to a lot of people. When you hear this stat, though, this is what made me, you know, pay a little bit more attention. So you're talking about, oh, 21% corporate tax rate right now. Raise that to 28%. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what communist China charges corporations? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 25%. Really? Yes. Okay, good. So we're going to have a higher tax rate for corporations than communist China. Yeah. And yet, still investing into China. Because as far as the green energy stuff, Everything that we need for green energy, and you've pointed this out before, David, when you're oh. talking about stuff that we just don't, they wouldn't let us dig in the United States anyway. No, when you're when you're talking about like lithium, yes. uh, a lot of that is processed and then assembled and made into batteries or put into batteries uh, in China. Same thing with a lot of solar panels. Right. Not all, and, and generally speaking, you know, again, depending on the company that you're working with, not the ones that go in residential areas all the time, but when you're talking about those large-scale industrial solar farms, yeah, China has a big hand in that. It's one of the reasons why the Chinese government 
And the Russian government, by the way, has put so much money towards activist groups warning about how climate change is going to kill us in 10 years. It's a huge business opportunity for them. Of course. It doesn't mean they're going to stop using fossil fuels. No, you people do that. We're going to just bring in the riches. We're like, okay, it's green. Good for the environment. We, You know, good news, though, we did increase, at least in the budget, funding for the Department of Defense. Okay. You know where $3 billion is going to the Department of Defense? Where is that? Fight climate change. Of course. With what? (laughs) (laughs) F-17s? We're going to bomb the hell out of of climate climate. change. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like our Department of Transportation is fighting racism. Right. Racist roads. (laughs) Yes, racist roads. It's insane. Yes. Anyway, I I bring up taxes because of the story of TurboTax getting sued. Federal Trade Commission saying, hey, you've seen those commercials before. It's free. Free, 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 free. Yes. Well, if you've ever done that before and used it, when it comes time to file, you've gone through all the work. It ain't free. (laughs) That's not going to happen. And so the Federal Trade Commission is suing. Thought that was really interesting. After a while, it's like the Stockholm Syndrome, right? After a while. This was years ago. I'm like, well, that's not free. It's almost like you get used to getting hosed with some bait and switch. Sure. Oh, they're looking out for you. Okay. So the court is asking into it from engaging in deceptive acts or practices, and it's marketing and advertising for TurboTax. You had your taxes done. You all right Uh, today, Scott? Well, all right is subjective. Am I here? Am I working? Thank God, yes. Yeah. Because after your heart attacks back Mm -hmm. in 2015, taxes got all messed up for a couple of years. Yeah, really messed up for a couple of years. Meaning, like, not filed? Not like not (laughs) filed, yes. It's hard to file when you can't put a sentence together, but... I'm sorry, man. I didn't know at the time. I know. Nobody knew. I mean, it's just one of those things. It happened, and, you know, I've been fighting it since then, and then trying to figure out how much to have taken out and all that. But needless to say, I will be paying off a huge chunk again to the federal government. Okay. I mean, you can rest easy, though, because that money is going towards worthwhile things like having the armed forces fight climate change. Yes. And tree justice. (laughs) Tree justice. Someone is planting a tree in Brooklyn right now with your back taxes. Well, at least I should get a little plaque on the tree, shouldn't I? (laughs) Doesn't that seem right? At least, sorry to hear that, man. You're here, though. It's I know. You good. know what? It, it is what it is. You know, gosh dang it. I know. All right. So Trump is saying maybe Putin should explain what Hunter Biden was up to. <laughs> we'll get to that much more coming up right here. Robin Show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. So, <laughs> the Hunter Biden laptop that we knew was real a year and a half ago, 
all of a sudden you have legacy media outlets saying, yeah, I guess there's some troubling stuff on there. I guess it's uh, it's real. Yeah, the Washington Post has a big story today. New revelations, they say, <laughs> about how this guy, about how Hunter Biden, the crackhead screw-up son of now the president of the United States, was making business deals with corrupt individuals in China, including a guy who is serving three years in prison for trying to bribe public officials. So, <laughs> Unbelievable, so, man. So he's are very, really, really drug abuse for violence against women. Yeah, I know. We knew That's about Hunter. this. We knew about this, and the Washington Post is now treating this like it's breaking news, like, oh, yeah, by the way, he was doing some very suspicious business deals in uh, China. We should probably get to the bottom of this. Yeah, you were blowing a gasket a little bit earlier, and I understand. Usually one of us is going to on this because we heard time and time again from all the media outlets, well, this is classic Russian disinformation. These stooges. That clip we had yesterday from 2020, Joe Scarborough. (laughs) I suppose you've just come to expect. Right. Well, then a juggernaut, like 60 minutes. Leslie Stahl, hey, I'm sorry, President Trump, that... That laptop, it can't be verified. You're lying. I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen, and you don't cover it. Because you want to talk about... Well, because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about insignificant you. things. I'm telling you. Of course it can be verified. Excuse me. We they found the laptop. Leslie, listen. can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because Even the family hasn't... The family on the laptop... He's gone into hiding for five days. He's gone into hiding. He's preparing for your debate. Oh, it's taken him five days to prepare. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. All right. So let's get back to the name con. This is 60 Minutes. You just can't put those lies out there. I don't know what's funnier, that or he's preparing for the debate. <laughs> <laughs> because remember, he ran on not running. Because the more he got out in front of people, oh, yeah, the worse right. it was for him. It's the same now. Well, never forget 10% to the big guy. Remember that line? Yes, of course. Yes. So Trump is saying what now? Well, yeah, now he's saying, hey, you know, maybe now would be a good time for Russian President Vladimir Putin to explain what Hunter Biden was doing in Russia and Ukraine. And, of course, legacy media now is spending more time freaking out about this than the current president's constant senility attacks or the mounting evidence that his son was trading on the family name to do, well, corrupt business deals overseas, and he was at least aware of it, if not profiting off of it. Anyway, here's the clip of Trump. As long as Putin now is not exactly a fan of our country, let him explain where did, because Chris Wallace wouldn't let me ask the question, why did the mayor of Moscow's wife give the Bidens, both of them, Three and a half million dollars for that's a lot of money. Yes. She gave him three and a half million dollars. So now I would think Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. I think we should know that answer. Think about what he's saying right there, honestly. I'm sure Putin does know why. Does anything happen in Russia without Putin knowing about it? Isn't that what we've always been told? Yes, that's what we've been led to believe. Mm-hmm. He probably knows. Now, you won't get the answer from Ukraine, but why are they giving somebody who knows nothing about energy $187,000 a month plus a $3 million upfront payment? And I won't even talk about China because they haven't gone into Taiwan yet. 
that'll be next. Yeah. And so you got media freaking out over Trump saying that. Yeah. If you're more worried about a former president bringing this up than the current president potentially being compromised by hostile states, then there's something wrong with you. Yes. You don't care about truth. It's an agenda, and we know it. It doesn't make it any less frustrating to watch it play itself out. But that's exactly what's going on. Think about, and I know we've talked about this, but how much legacy media and social media is lying about the Florida law, the new Florida law. Oh, it's lockstep. They all are. I mean, everybody is. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. And so, as we talked about earlier, and had the clip of DeSantis talking about, you know, Disney, Florida, everything else, what this bill is really about, what the law is now, is just teachers not being able to teach and talk about transgender and sexual issues to kindergarten kids through third grade. For, you know, a lot of reasonable people, it was like, well, it doesn't go far enough, but at least it's a start. Okay, that's something we could all agree on, right? You don't need to be talking to first graders about their genitals. Well, of course not. So then the pressure came on Disney, and Disney caves. And now there's been videos that have been leaked. Chris Rufo, he was incredible at undercovering how much critical race theory was being taught in schools across America. And so he released some of these videos with higher-up Disney employees, you know, talking about how we need to keep pushing a gay agenda. That's their words. So, and who is this corporate president? Is this Carrie Burke? Yeah. Okay. Because there were a few different people. This is just a flat-out lie, talking about this is what happens because of the Florida law. Again, we're talking about kindergarten through third-grade kids. Listen to what this person says. We're also reacting from the reality that when they can erase you, when they can criminalize your existence, when they can demonize who you are, the next step is to criminalize you and take your kids. What are you talking about? Well, that, that's actually what the, the activist class wants to do. We've seen this play out where, you know, if a parent says, hey, this is between me and my kid and we want to, you know, if it's anything short of, yeah, we're taking you to the doctor and we're going to, quote, unquote, affirm your identity, mm-hmm. they're calling protective services on you. Yes. What I take it, maybe I misunderstand this. This particular employee is saying that as a gay person, they're going to come for you next, these people in Florida. Yeah. And take your kids away. No one is talking about that. That's an outright lie. Or you're paranoid and need help. One of the two. And we're already seeing that in Texas. So the slippery slope between these ugly messages, um, you know, emanating from legislative leaders in our state and then amplified by our governor, whose spokesperson immediately began calling everyone who opposed this bill uh, groomers, a.k.a. pedophiles. Yeah, I don't blame them. And that's that's actually not not entirely what groomer means it's more like a trusted adult who is manipulating a child for their own selfish gain yes give me a better definition of 
or for the people who want to, in secret, talk to five-year-olds about their sexual preferences. Yeah, because the whole argument is, well, some of these five-year-olds are too afraid to talk about how they're feeling sexually with, you know, their parents. Who's putting that idea in their mind? It's the question. And no, it's not appropriate for a teacher to talk to a kid about those issues. In your perfect world, maybe it is. It's not. And if you look at the polling, Americans agree. And they're starting to figure out you've been lying to them. They, they don't like that. You know, then late night, I'll just play you this clip from Jimmy Kimmel talking about Ron DeSantis. Okay? And I'll let you just give feedback of what you hear. Florida yesterday, that uh, controversial parental rights in education bill, also known as the Don't Say Gay bill, was signed into law. Doesn't Florida have other things to worry about, like drunk driving their ATVs into the swamp? I mean, I kind of love it's called Don't Say Gay because you have to say gay to say it. But the bill itself is ridiculous. It bans kindergarten through third grade educators from addressing topics of sexual orientation or gender identity. That way they can focus on the important things, um, like teaching the kids how to play the recorder. <laughs> Under the new law, a teacher can't explain to a second grader that their governor is a d**k That kind of language is not allowed anymore. It's up to parents to explain that their governor is a d**k does he understand? No. What real Americans really think about this? I mean, no, I know he doesn't hacky. know any real Americans. He doesn't associate with any real Americans. These people don't know. They're out of touch. They're in a little club. They're insulated from the real world. Okay. They are. I mean, they're, look, watch the Oscars for God's sakes. They how many? They don't know what's going on outside their bubble. They have no clue. They think everybody thinks like they do. Well, That's the amazing thing about this. I don't think Ron DeSantis has an issue in his past with blackface, Jimmy. Maybe check yourself. It's oh, like this guy. Oh, yeah, he's hateful. It's an absolute joke. And they don't have any skin in the game. They don't care. No. Just This is what the cool kids tell you to say. Okay, dare I do this? No, I can't do it right now. We're going to have to get to the audio of Colbert a little bit later. Uh, Only so much rage right. for yeah, one that, second. That's good. Yeah, that's I good. Could, Robbins is on the edge. Had different listeners say, hey, man, I'm worried about his heart health. He goes off way too much. Well, there's anybody that's, you know, so unappealing to me on every level. It's Stephen Colbert. Yeah, he... John Stewart's towel boy who got his own show. <laughs> he went after Peter Ducey. We'll get to that uh, later on. Um, hey, here's something. If uh, you're going to be doing some spring cleaning, just a helpful tip. I know, David, you love tips. Oh, sure. Yeah. Actually, th this was something that I thought could be helpful because I'm not a hoarder, like, let's say, Robbins, but sometimes I hang on to things longer than I actually need to. Collector, my friend, collector. Got it. Sorry. Someone came up with this idea that you're supposed to, when you clean out stuff, like in your closet, there is the keep pile, there's the throw out pile, and then there's a donate because some of your stuff is just not nice enough to donate. No, they do it on hoarders. They do it the same way. Okay. Yeah. So you're familiar. Yeah, you get, you get lawn chair, you sit outside your place, and they bring it out to you. But it's nice. <laughs> That's how it works. That's true. Yeah. Usually you're smoking a Pall Mall. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're 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 going back and forth between the oxygen mask and the Pall Mall. Yeah. Oh golly. Yeah. 
Well, it's hard to get rid of stuff for some people, especially if you spent money on it, because it seems like a waste. And then you're worried, well, I might need it someday. That is called the sunk cost fallacy. So what they say to do is, if you can't get rid of it, hide it somewhere. Okay? Really? Yes. Hmm. And then see if you miss it. And if you didn't miss it, the next time you're cleaning, it goes. You just got to be, you know, true to the rules. Makes sense. I thought, actually, that was a pretty decent thing. It's like the old old rule, oh, I don't want to get rid of that shirt. I might need it. If you haven't worn it in a year, you know. See, I've got stuff in the storage locker that's been there for like four years now. Yeah. I don't even really know what's there. But I know if I go in there, I'll start pulling stuff out. Let's get an oxygen tank and a Pall Mall, man. We're going to have to go hoarders on you. And a nice, sturdy lawn chair yes. I have to sit in, too. You get too defensive. I don't want to get you all excited about getting rid of your stuff. Okay. Something else we got to get to. Procter & Gamble. They said women's feet are five times stinkier than dudes. That can't be. And a news update straight ahead. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. No one said that. Who said that? You said that. You said that. Said he couldn't remain in power, remember? For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. That doesn't mean regime change. Mm hmm. That just means I was emotional in the moment. Right. Okay. And you are. And I don't like it. It's like American Idol. You can vote him off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if you heard this, Scott, but Leon Panetta, a former Obama administration official, said, well, Joe's Irish. And that explains it. What? Because he speaks from the heart. That's right. You weren't here yesterday. (laughs) I missed this one. Yeah. You know, Joe... Joe gets emotional because he's Irish, you know? that, that That's the get-out-of-jail-free card. Yes. Holy moly. So, so as long as you're Irish... You need to say whatever you want uh, without consequence. Well, yes, with within reason. Yeah. Isn't that stereotypical? Borderline racist? Well, see, it all depends on who's saying it. Oh, okay. For most people, it would be. Yeah. But, you know, you just you got to know Joe, okay? Saying Irish people can't handle their own tempers, I guess, huh? Yes. All right. Okay, if you want to hear it, we can play it. All right. All right, here it is. I I happen to think that Joe Biden, uh, you know, is Irish, uh, really has a great deal of compassion when he sees that people are suffering. Uh, and I, I think uh, it overwhelmed him in the sense of seeing all of the horrors that were resulting from this war. See, he's passionate. Our president, Joe Biden, is living out loud. Okay? Gangs in New York, huh? Living out loud. Got it. You know who just announced that? He's running for president in 2024. Donald McTrump. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. He can say anything. Oh, man. Oh, Procter & Gamble. I mentioned this story real quick. Um, you know, they make a lot of hygiene project, uh, products, um, and they've had a project they've been working on. Um, 
they ran an ad in China claiming that women's feet are five times stinkier than dudes. No. They were trying to sell a body cleansing kit for women. So they made like an infographic about how <laughs> gross women are to sort of guilt them into buying it. Ran on social media, encouraged people to do a smell test if they didn't believe it. Now, there was no proof of it that women's feet smell worse, definitely not five times more. And apparently they added in some other shaky facts, like women's feet have six times more bacteria because they go sockless more often, have five times more sweat glands in their feet. Now, from a 2019 study, they did found that women have slightly more types of bacteria on their feet, but dudes sweat more in general, and that's usually what causes the odor. So people in China are saying, hey, you're being sexist. Yeah. We might just boycott your products. They said off to the camp. <laughs> Think your feet are sweating now. You just wait. Okay? There you go. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. So the president is trying to clean up a few things he said over the weekend. And while he's trying to clean up, he creates another mess, it seems. Yeah, the White House is now cleaning up the cleanup effort that started during Joe Biden's trip to Europe. At one point, of course, he told U.S. troops in Poland that they would be seeing action in Ukraine. You're going to see it for yourself, right? Right, yeah. That's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. You said it! (laughs) No, but yeah, when he was asked about it on Monday, Biden was like, no, 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 we're not going into Ukraine. We're <laughs> Mr. President, <laughs> Mr. President you, you interpret the language that way. I was talking to the troops. We we're talking about helping train the oh. troops in that are the, the Ukrainian troops that are in Poland. That's what the context. I sat there with those guys for a couple hours. That's what we talked about. So, okay. So then kind of the buried lead, and we mentioned it, or we talked about it yesterday, is like, well, you know, actually, you're, that, that seems newsworthy if U.S. troops are actively training U- Ukrainian soldiers. Yeah. That seems fairly newsworthy. So spokeswoman Kate Bettingfield was asked about it yesterday. Okay. Did the president accidentally reveal a previously unknown effort for the, the U.S. to be training Ukrainian forces in Poland during his answer in the press conference? Uh, No, the troops that he met with uh, in Poland uh, routinely interact uh, with Ukrainians. Uh, That is something that's known. Many of you were, again, on the trip with us. Uh, That is something that's known. Uh, That is in no way uh, revealing compromised information. Um, uh, That being said, um, there's nothing further that I have to say on that beyond what the president said yesterday. They're very nervous. Okay, that answer makes absolutely no sense. Just stating the obvious. Yep. So from that answer, what was your takeaway, Scott? 
that he, they're training troops. Okay. They didn't want anybody to know about it, but that's what they're doing. Of course, this guy is going to leak it out. Yes. But she is saying they just see Ukrainian people. <laughs> is that what she said? <laughs> I don't one more time. Yeah, please. Sorry, yeah, just please. to clarify. In press conference? Uh, no. The troops that he met with troops, uh, yeah. in Poland uh, routinely interact uh, with Ukrainians. Uh, that is something that's known. Many of you were, again, on the trip with us. Then I use words to say, see, many of you were on the trip and you yeah. saw and whatever, which what... means nothing. You're getting away from the question. So the troops that he met with yes. see Ukrainian people often. That's what he was talking about. All right, now I just want to go back to the original God. answer from Biden of what he was saying, actually, to the troops. What did he say to the troops again? The average citizen, look at how they're stepping up. Look at how they're stepping up. And you're going to see when you're there, and some of you have been there, you're going to see, you're going to see women, young people standing, standing in the middle of the front of the damn tank. So you're going to see them there. You, you troops, yeah. are going to see them, meaning the Ukrainian people, there. Because that's what he said. Yeah. So they're going to stand in front of a tank. Where is that happening? When he's, when the troops are talking to Ukrainian people in Poland? No, well, they're not standing in front of tanks in tanks. Poland. Right. No, they're, they're not. It's, it, the context is what's going on inside of Ukraine. I mean, and I kind of feel bad for the White House White House comms shop, because trying to clean this up, man, I mean, it's like trying to scoop a litter box with a dirty diaper. It's just messy all the way around. You can't do it. And not very effective. No. Oh, you're paid to lie. Then how good a liar are you? Well, you don't know which lie you're lying about. Well, that's hard like to keep you got sure several balls in the air. You got several lies in the air. You got yeah. no one off. said that. Who said that? You said that. You said it. You did. But that's it. That's the gaslighting. No one said it. Yeah, I just, we have the clip of you saying it. Gosh, dang. You doctored. Man. You doctored it. No, that was live. She's got to go out there and parse it. And, you know, we're talking about Ukrainian people in <sighs> Poland. Yeah. Standing in front of tanks. Right. I don't know. Well, that was it, as I give up. You heard Peter Ducey saying to the president, hey, man, these three things that were said, I never said it. Yes, you did. You did. About the troops, Damn. about Putin can't remain in power. And also, yeah, we'll respond in kind. Chemical weapons. Yeah. Right? So that was all going on. Um. Oh, freaking Stephen Colbert. Should we just get this out of the way now? Because he went after Peter Ducey. Of course he did. And see, it's it's infuriating in a way because, not because you can't take a joke, it's because you know that there are certain people that get their news from people like Stephen Colbert. And that's, well, frustrating. Just roll it. Yesterday, uh, President Biden held a press conference, and he was asked uh, a ridiculous question by a ridiculous man, Fox News reporter, and that one kid in high school who wears a suit to gym class, Peter Ducey. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, drop the deuce. When you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind. Oh, it will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? you got to be silly. Okay, so they're trying to make Biden look strong there. That's the only part of the clip that they play. Yeah. 
Remember. Yes. Remember how on last night's show I said that slapping is never, ever the answer? I'd like to file a one-time exemption on behalf of the President of the United States. And... Applause like that. You know, it's it's funny. Well, go right ahead. I dare you. I <laughs> dare you, Colbert. Walk up to him and do it. Just do it. Don't call him out. Just do it. You want to do it? Do it. Jack wagon. Nobody. You're not get your ass kicked. That's why. You know, something that maybe Stephen Colbert and and a whole lot of other people who are trying to polish this turd of a presidency. You know, they care so much, or they cared so much about polls during the. Uh, Last administration. Well, right now, real clear politics average yeah. has Joe Biden's job approval lower than it was for Donald Trump <laughs> at this point in Donald Trump's presidency. Now, Donald Trump was underwater. I mean, again, another historically unpopular president, but Joe Biden has actually beaten Donald Trump in that regard. The spread right now in year two of term one is. Underwater by 12.6 points. That is lower than Donald Trump by two points. Wow. Well, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to reason with a guy, and it's funny. He's talking about slapping someone that's so yeah. emotional that he cried at the inauguration and then cried because he, he didn't know it would hurt this much. <laughs> with Trump, if you remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Of course. He was one of the weeping men. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm sure he and Van Jones and Don Lemon all get together at certain times and just weep about politics. Tim <laughs> Kinzinger are at a party crying. Oh, speaking of weeping real quick on ridiculous people, might as well get this one out of the way now. Um, Amy Schumer, you know, she was helping host the Oscars the other night. Uh, she's still having a hard time right now oh, for beca- God because of the slap. That's, uh, are From you kidding me? No, I am not. She's still struggling with that. Yes. How so? Well, she put out there on social media, I think we can all agree that the best way to unpack what happened is to, well, first stream my series. She's joking. Um, but then she says, but for real, still triggered and traumatized. Oh, my God. I love my friend Chris Rock and believe he handled it like a pro. Stayed up there and gave an Oscar to his friend. And the whole thing was so disturbing. So much pain in Will Smith. Anyway, I'm still in shock and stunned and sad. I'm proud of myself and my co-host. But yeah, waiting for this sickening feeling to go away from what we all witnessed. Oh, my You're God. traumatized by that? Yeah, yes. You've had a pretty good life then. You Dude should be, didn't get executed. You should be he got thrilled. slapped across the face. You need help. All you people need freaking help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the risk of being that guy, you've got pregnant women giving birth in makeshift bomb shelters in Ukraine, and you're traumatized after, objectively speaking, the and I mean this, the funniest moment in Oscars history. <laughs> you are traumatized by that? Yes. Jeez. Yeah, needs to be an intervention there. Uh-oh. She used to get into the van afterwards for a couple of weeks of just okay, intense mental work. I just thought of something. And first thing we need to do is update Robbins, who was not here yesterday, on a prediction that was made Monday 
and it's getting to the point where this is easy to predict, even though it sounds ridiculous. The prediction was, and I said, at some point we're going to hear that this slap has something to do with white supremacy. That <laughs> moment came yesterday. Yes, yes, it did. Now, how did that person that said it work it in? That it goes back to white supremacy because it was some sort of internalized racism from Will yeah. Smith, and that's because it, of white supremacy and the white patriarchy. Yeah, it was because, uh, in, in this author's mind, it's the internalized racism of having to sit there and smile while someone makes a joke at your expense. Okay. As if you didn't have a bunch of people on stage mocking everyone who lives in Florida because, well, the people on stage are too stupid to actually read a bill. Right. Well, so you had that take, right, that it was this internalized thing. So I guess it wasn't about some guy that's been emasculated by his wife that sleeps with a bunch of other dudes, and you thought the joke was funny till you looked over and saw her ticked, and then you overreacted. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't that. Throw that out. But getting into left thinking right now, I just heard racism from Amy Schumer. She's traumatized. That's mm -hmm. true, yeah. Okay, go ahead and well, and read the thought bubble that I have. Well, I'm just saying, why are you so threatened by seeing two black men drop the mask? Yes. Because they were supposed to just be calm and docile, right? Because that's your expectation as a white person. Right. Racist. Not bad. I like that. <laughs> See, yeah. that's how you yeah, work not bad. it in. You just try to think of everything about race, and you can work it in somehow, some way. That's she why. was scared of the violence from that black man. That's why Van Camp needs to run this campaign. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Now, would she be called Karen for that? Sure. I think so, so that yeah. far? You could, yeah. yeah. Now, is there a black equivalent to Karen? I don't think there is. Not that oh, I'm aware. Never mind that. She's racist. There, we'll just land there, and we'll be done with that conversation. Good. All right. See how we do that? Okay. Something else I want to get to. Think about this. Things that used to mean you were upper class, but anymore, it means you're low class. See what comes into your mind. We'll get to that in a news update next Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Man, these Disney people are out of their minds, man. Yeah, they are. Well, Disney had an emergency meeting over the Florida bill that bans teachers from having secret conversations about sexuality with children. Because in their minds, adults need to be able to talk to five-year-olds about their genitals without the knowledge of their parents. Anything less is hateful, you bigot. Well, the parents may not be receptive to their kids wanting to change their gender. Right. Well, Christopher Rufo, he's done a lot of important work in exposing critical race theory in schools and corporate America. Uh, and he got his hands on a bunch of video from the meeting, including this gem from Disney corporate president, Carrie Burke. Roll it. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and, and also as a leader. 
um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I, and I, and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories. And, and, and yet we don't have enough leads. Um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters. Okay. What? Not enough leads. Okay. And so we it's something that's got to be worked on. You look confused, Scott. I am kind of confused here. That there are gay characters in Disney shows. That she acknowledges that, but not yeah. many leads. Okay. So that's a problem. It's hateful, and Disney needs to do something about it. That's why they had another person. I heard another clip uh, that was leaked that was saying that she puts uh, gayness wherever she can in whatever show with characters or, you know, uh, two same-sex characters kissing, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it's just uh, like in the background and was never called out on it but is afraid now that it's going to be stopped. Isn't that the same thing you heard, David? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the real tell here is when she opens up by saying, you know, I'm here as the mother of two, uh, as she puts it, queer children, one yep. one trans and one pansexual. Correct. And it's like, oh, okay, so we know where you're coming from now. Your children you're... were successfully groomed, so that means everybody's children should be successfully groomed. Yeah, you've become an activist now. Yeah. You wonder... Like long term, now that this is more out in the open, that Disney's going to lose some cash. Let's say, you know, it'll take a while. But over time, once people know a company's values and just don't feel good about buying particular things, you see it happening over time. And I wonder if that's going to happen with Disney. Because usually from the conservative side, you don't see boycotts. No, but I think that's also starting to change a little bit. Like, hey, vote for your values, not only at the ballot box, but with your cash. Right. I don't tell people what to do. You do what you want to do. Here's the information. You choose you to do whatever you want to do. Now, I'm going to cancel my Disney Plus. I have that now. And you are. I am going to cancel it. You know, yeah. you cannot call your cable company and cancel it. You can absolutely cancel you know, it. You can got to go online. Go to their website, enter in all this. It's almost it's it's really difficult to cancel well, something because you got the you you get the subscription through Disney. So yeah, you got to cancel it through Disney. Got to cancel it through Disney. They can't just. But that's not from your cable provider. No, I I thought separate. I could I thought I could cancel through my cable provider. Like hey, I don't want to pay for this anymore. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So I'll take that another step and then I'll cancel it. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Just okay. a quick time out there, but. Okay. Yeah, that's completely separate from the cable package, isn't it? Disney Plus. Well, I thought it was part of my cable. No, no it's, not, it's, it's, it's you can thing. add it to your package. They bill you. I don't know how it is. I just <laughs> want to well, turn no. on my TV. I mean, I get, I get billed. I don't get billed separately from Disney. Disney Plus. I don't know how it works. I, I don't get billed separately from Disney. I get billed from one company. Okay. Or, here's what here's what you have. 
Here's what you pay for. Now you've done it, David. You ticked him off. No, it's like I, I don't want old man river this. I can't it, be the only one who I mean, thinks. You, okay, all I got to do is cancel. I mean, right? I can't. I canceled my Disney Plus a while back after they thanked China, you know, for hosting them in concentration camp regions, and it was pretty easy. Okay, well, I'll consult you on it then. Speaking of old man river, Biden's clip next. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show, Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the Millennial David Van Camp, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. This show's a powder keg right now. I'm just telling you, <laughs> it really is. It's a lot high emotion, people freaking out. I guess there are some apologies that need to be made. Yes. Do we want to take care of that first well, before well, we get to this big update? T- take care of that in a in a minute. Okay. Okay. All right. The update is the Associated Press. Big story today. Did you know that Chinese state actors are pushing propaganda on TikTok? Yes. (laughs) Yes, of course we know that. For a long time. That's why I've been saying it. I mean, it's get your kid off of TikTok. Seriously. It's it's not, you know, we joke a lot about, you know, the cabin in East Texas that I'm going to go to when, you know, the apocalypse happens or whatever. No, seriously, it is a Chinese government-sponsored PSYOP. That is designed, I know that sounds crazy, but it is literally in existence to harvest data from unsuspecting kids. Yes. And you get looked at like you're a loon if you try to tell people that. Sometimes you can break through when you say, you know, China doesn't allow their kids to have TikTok in China. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, this isn't just limited to TikTok. Of course, on Facebook and Instagram, you've got Chinese propagandists. There are hundreds of them. Uh, As this AP story lays it out, you know, they're there. They're like wellness bloggers and whatever. And then just casually they'll drop little tidbits about Mm -hmm. how great China is. That's how they're operating. That's how they work. Yes. And the interesting thing is... As we peel back the layers of all of this, it'll be really interesting to see how many of these people are also pushing American progressive ideology because nothing undermines our standing and security as a nation than a movement that literally says our nation is evil. That would be the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. Yes, China does it. Russia does it. Russia puts propaganda into our media that's all progressive. Now, you'll never hear that on network news. That's the truth. Right. They love to stir it up, and they love a race war going on in America. That's why they always stoke the flames. That's part of it. But what our media gets caught up in, and the left, and even, well, big tech, well, Russian disinformation is only used to benefit people on the right. You know, remember that Hunter Biden laptop? See, that was Russian disinformation. Except now, the failing New York Times today, the Washington Post, 
Oh, yeah, there. I guess that is true. Yeah. The stuff found on that. If you remember at the time, oh, of course not. It was disinformation. These unverified emails are part of that bigger Russian disinformation effort. An ongoing Russian disinformation effort. A Russian intelligence operation. Clearly discredited material. Connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. And what I think Vladimir Putin wants is he wants polarization. And you have the president of the United States cooperating in that. What a bunch of hacks, man. Eey. I want mass layoffs. They should be fired. Again, I mean, this is why the default position should always be doubt when you see something in national media. Because they knowingly lied about the Hunter Biden laptop story. And you mentioned the Washington Post today has this very lengthy story about Hunter Biden's business deals in China. And it involves documents found on the laptop that were reported by the New York Post a year and a half ago. Yep. This specifically has to do with CEFC China Energy. Over the course of 14 months, the energy conglomerate and its executives paid $4.8 million to Hunter Biden and his uncle, according to government records, court documents, and newly disclosed bank statements, as well as emails contained on a copy of a laptop hard drive that once belonged to Hunter Biden. Uh, he signed a $1 million retainer to represent also a guy named Patrick Ho, he is an official with, or who used to be with, CEFC. He would later be charged in the, United, in the United States in connection with a multi-million dollar scheme to bribe leaders from Chad and Uganda. So you have a corrupt official from a quasi-state entity in China giving, at the time, the former vice president's son, and now the current president's son, a million dollars up front, to represent him. Yes. Why do you think he looked in the phone book and said, hmm, why do you think he stopped at the bees on the Rolodex? We all know. Because you want something in return. It's a conflict of interest. I mean, it's pretty simple. And remember, you know, it wasn't just that you had all those news outlets saying, well, this is Russian disinformation, this laptop. Tony Bobulinski, who was Hunter Biden's business partner, Decides, okay, I'm going to tell the truth here. Yeah, I was a part of this. All right. And I met with Joe Biden. He was the big guy. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And told about all those business dealings. So then when the word was, it's Russian disinformation, I don't know if you remember this or not. Bobolinsky was ticked that his name was being talked about with Russian disinformation because he knew he was telling the truth. And I think you could hear how ticked off he was at the time. I held a top secret clearance from the NSA and the DOE. I served this country for four years in one of the most elite environments in the world, Naval Nuclear Power Training Command. And to have a congressman out there speaking about Russian disinformation or Joe Biden at a, uh, at a public debate referencing Russian disinformation when he knows he sat face to face with me, that I was traveled around the world with his son and his brother, to say that and associate that with my name is absolutely disgusting to me. Yeah. I don't think we've heard the end of Bobolinsky. Should be hearing from Bobolinsky again in the next couple of weeks if it goes the way it should. Well, I would think so. The only one that told the truth. I mean, he's the only one. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And the New York Post got booted from Twitter. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I hope they all pay for this. I really do. Because it's helped it really split the country.
We're in a bad freaking spot right now. I think we'll come out of it. But in my mind, they're all to blame just for flat-out lying. It's one thing to lie and not know, but when you lie and you know you're lying, it's inexcusable. All right. Let's get to uh, another Joe Biden beauty. I haven't heard this yet. I haven't either. I I don't know the context of this, David. Could you set us up? Well, Joe Biden signed an anti-lynching bill because obviously lynching is the number one problem in America. And apparently there are pockets of America where murdering somebody is legal. Who knew? No, it's not. I knew that part in Chicago where, you know, gangbangers shot at each other. A couple people died in the state's attorney's office didn't prosecute because they were mutual combatants but mutual combatants. i didn't correct yep i didn't think that that also took shape in the form of lynching in america but lynching now there's a federal ban on it uh during his speech about it yesterday he talked about emmett till the, this his namesake uh, the bill's namesake mm-hmm. uh emmett till was a teenager who was lynched in 1955 and and joe biden paid homage to the late emmett till the way that only Joe Biden could do. Okay, roll it. Emmett Till was born nearly 40 years ago. What? After the first anti-lynching law was introduced. 40 years ago? Emmett Till was born in 1941, died, as I mentioned, in 1955. (laughs) Goes back to my theory. Joe Biden's not senile. He's an accidental time traveler. (laughs) But where did that number come into his brain? 40 doesn't make sense anywhere. Because it's always 1981? I guess. In his brain. I don't know. Now, 1981 was the last time there was a lynching that was actually <laughs> recorded on record. Now, I don't, I, seriously, I don't know if he meant that or not. I think he said he was born 40 years That's ago. That's what he Emmett said. Till was born nearly 40 years ago. Yeah, well. Okay. But, he, it, but technically, he didn't say lynching. He said, lin, lin, what did he say? Leeching? I'll roll it again. Emmett Till was born nearly 40 years ago. After the first anti-lynching law was introduced. Lynching. So that's not really lynching. That's lynching. I don't lynching. know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-lynching law was introduced. Uh, lynching is yes. a, it's a very obscure sport. I don't know if you've heard about this, but okay. I've tried it a couple of times. Got lynching it. is where you it's fishing, but you use a lasso. You try to okay. lasso the fish. Lynching. You know. It's been 40 that's, years since lynching. I thought it lishing. was when you took your lady, like your good-looking lady fishing with you, and it was booty lynching. Booty lishing. Booty yes. Got it. You know, you're kind of like hanging out a little bit, but you're fishing at the same time. Uh-huh. I guess I was wrong. Well, perhaps. Okay. God. 40? I know. It, 81? That, that's what I'm trying. And I'm for thinking, those about to rock, we salute, salute you. you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what an embarrassment. Again, man, I, I'm telling you, this is why he has such problems with, with dates and where he was yesterday or where he is currently. It's because he is—he's basically like the main character in that uh, in that drama, the time traveler's wife. He—he just—he'll appear in like 1982, and then he'll disappear and show up in 2036, and then he'll disappear again and show up in 2009. That's why he has—he has no idea where he is or what he's doing. Hold on a second, though. But if he shows up in 1982, wouldn't he be in the state he was? In 1982, meaning he would have just put together a normal sentence. Well, he was the prototype. No, no, he just he just came from 1982. Okay, all right, right. okay, so, just all warming right. up. That's here. not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. Well, that's probably true. To yeah. be honest, that's the most correct thing he said in a while. Okay. Uh, Holy moly! On a lighter note, and see if you think this to be true. 
stat out there, 71% of us have made a major life change for our pet. Yeah, well, that's true. Doesn't it sort of depend on what you consider a life change? And here's what I would say to that. Okay. I've mentioned it before. If you already have a family together and you just add a dog to it, it's more responsibility. But not a lot about life would change. But if you're a single person and then you get a pet, like a dog, your life could really change. Well, I brought in two cats. Well, that doesn't. You just feed them. Who cares? Single cat. Well, you got to take care of them. Well, but how you, how do you take care of them? You got litter boxes to take care of. Yeah, but you go three days, you could leave the house. Do they track. Yeah, but somebody has to come over and feed them. So you have to you have to make sure somebody feeds them. While yeah, you're you can gone. get gravity feeders. Nah, mine that, that, mine doesn't work that well. I mean, they want their other food too. Hold on a second. So, we. I don't know what you just said. Well, they got dry food out. It's in a gravity feeder. And then the other ones, they, they like to have one little meal of wet food a day. But it doesn't, it's not necessary. Well, it's not necessary, but I don't, I, when I was gone, the last time I was gone and we were all together, I mean, I went, I had someone come in and feed the, the animals. But it's not necessary. It doesn't need to be no, a No, and change. I just wanted them to know that, you know, there was somebody still looking out for them. I finally figured out, because all this time, and this is before your heart attacks, mm-hmm. I don't know if you had cats. You didn't seem to be that big of a cat person. You didn't talk I've about it i had cats my whole life, yeah. You just never talked about no. it. No. Uh, but I understand it now, because you're both incredible. <coughs> just the, You are a total, when it comes to your cats. Well, I do love them. There's no doubt about that. But love sometimes is a little discipline. Would you agree, David? Yeah. You're I mean, the cat whisperer. Yeah, I mean, if you're if if they're you don't, pretty, they're they're pretty good cats. If you don't they discipline behave. them, then they they don't know where they fit in in the structure of a household, and yeah. then they get right. nervous, and that's when you get accidents on the rug. That's when you get scratching. No, ac- no accidents on the rug yet, none. But you know, there's certainly there are times there's guests that they're not happy with the way no, the cats no, behave. No, no, that's true. You know, there is that. Anyway, some people would change their work schedule. They would end a relationship. What? Well, I guess if somebody made you choose, like it's either me or the animals. You've always said I, you'd be the cats. Well, I mean, you know that going in. I mean, you know where these animals are. You know that I love my animals, and I'm not going to get rid of them. Don't make me choose. Okay, Anybody who cares always, about you. We go to the same place every time this yeah. comes up. Jessica Simpson. It's me or the cats. Sorry. Don't make me choose. Yeah, those cats are gone. No, they're not. Oh, you, you, <clears throat> no, they're not. This, that, David, no, they're not. Know. Jessica, first of all, what? <clears throat> that's a hypothetical. That is, well, it's part of the conversation. Ridiculous. Okay, but it's just, I love, I love my cats, and anybody who's with me or going to be with me or is currently with me, you've <laughs> got to understand that there are cats there, even if you just come over for a visit. <clears throat> understand the cats are there. Fine. And my cat, I got one cat that's very social. Okay, no one wants to hear about your cats anymore. Yeah, we got to apologize. I mean, yeah, but yeah, we didn't get the apology. We better yeah. do the apology coming up. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want to be disrespectful to your cats, but man, you are a three-hour show. You know, I mean, some pictures gonna, of them. I got a bunch of pictures of them. Camden's one of the coolest cats I've ever been around. That's <laughs> yeah. great. I'm glad you guys love your cats. <laughs> I do. All right, news updates. Great. <laughs>
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, quick news update. Biden just got his booster. So that'd be the four-shot second booster. Well, he should. I mean, he's in the demo. Yes, absolutely. The failure to take this virus seriously. I know. Risk more cases and more desks. We don't want more desks. No, we no, don't. We've got plenty of desks. No. And word is you're going to need a fifth one by the fall. That just came out today. The FDA just approved the fourth. Yeah, for over 50. Second. Yeah. yeah. So there's your update on that. That'd be like vaccine bingo. <laughs> You know, I, then there was a story I said we'd get to, we hadn't got to yet. We owe Robbins an apology. We should take care of that now. Yeah. Uh, well, no, you had, you had mentioned that you were having trouble, Scott, uh, canceling your Disney Plus subscription. Yeah. But you've had enough of Disney and, and all the woke nonsense. Yeah, I'm done, and all I'm this, done with it. I'm yeah. not calling for anyone else to do it if you want it. Fine. And I don't. And I was being a craphead millennial saying, hey, old man River. You know, you don't get that through your cable package. Your cable company does not give you Disney Plus. That's a subscription that you get extra. Mm-hmm. And you said, "Well, I just paid my. I just paid. I just paid through my cable bill. I'm not paying." Hey, old Man River, right? Yeah. Well, so so basically, you did bundle it because you downloaded the app essentially on yes. your. On, okay. So. You are still paying Disney Plus, but it's just all funneled through one bill. And I had old man river old man rivered you over that, and I want to apologize, Scott. That yeah, because, apology accepted. Because in your advanced age, you just thought it's the same bill as the cable company. It's the same bill. See, and I yeah. apologize for old man. See, voicing I, you, you just did it again. I know, and I just apologized okay, again. Okay, all right. Oh, and then there were things that used to mean you were upper class, now lower class. Having we Disney can still Plus. Get that. <laughs> yes, or absolutely. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Oh, it's a fun day, huh? A lot going on. Yes. There's some rage happening. Anger. I think righteous anger. Let's start here with Fauci. (laughs) Speaking of righteous anger. Yeah. Well, he did an interview with the BBC and was asked about the lockdowns that happen all over the world and here in the U.S. at his request uh, in response to the coronavirus. And he was asked, hey, at the end of the day, do you think that this was worth it? Do you think two years on that they were worth it or were they too severe? You know, I don't think we're ever going to be able to determine what the right balance is. I think the restrictions, if you want to use that word, which I tend to shy away from, uh-huh. lockdown, they certainly prevented a lot of infections, prevented a lot of hospitalizations, and prevented a lot of deaths. There's no doubt about that. Obviously, when you do have that kind of restriction on society, there are unintended negative consequences why didn't you look at it at the time never did 
Never did. And here we are that the official tally is closing in on a million people in the United States alone whose deaths were attributed to COVID. Meanwhile, in America, what is it? Is it under the age of 49? Under 65, for sure. That the that the number of people who died from alcohol-related illnesses mm-hmm. and drug overdoses far outpace the number of deaths from COVID. Yes. It wasn't That's worth fact. it. It wasn't worth it. You're not even talking about suicides. You're no. not talking about missed cancer screenings. Yeah. Heart screenings. Yep. I mean, you know, that. but... The, not to mention the mental health of people now. Their world's been shattered. Yeah. Well, and financially rebuilding your life. There is if that. possible. Yes. Well, and then, you know, I just saw it was another piece on Fox a second ago talking about the CDC's relationship with the teachers unions and the access oh, yeah. that the teachers union had to the CDC. I mean, they were basically writing the laws. They were. Yeah. And, they, and they, it's disgusting. They well, have... people were controlling the country who no one voted for. Yes. No one. They were running policy. And Amazing. lying to people. And yes. And not one person had to say so whether they had the job or didn't have the job. Not one. You think about it. When it came to masks in school or when they could safely open, Uh, they knew the data. The CDC was trying to juice the data in their favor. Think about the study on masks in Arizona. They totally tried to juice it. And when it was debunked, you had Walensky still out there talking about it like it was fact. They lied to the American people. The most, and, and most people don't even realize it yet. And, and the most depressing thing to me is that there will not be any accountability for this. No, there won't be. Oh, gosh, that, man. I, there might be. I think there might be. No. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't believe there will ever really be accountability. Okay, Unless, I'm not saying I'd bet on it. I'm saying it's possible. I mean, if Republicans would do their job, if they get voted in in the fall, and they should, unless they really shoot themselves in the foot, they should be holding people accountable. I hope it happens. I know. I know I'm getting that look like, hey, well, if the past is the best predictor of the future, mm-hmm. probably not. But I'm hoping. Yeah, the the message really needs to be to any of these lawmakers is don't make it about you. It's not about you. It's about what a bunch of unelected bureaucrats did to the American people. And there is an entire generation of children, especially Mm -hmm. kids who are already in what you might, I I guess, say are in an at-risk situation, putting it charitably. You have screwed them over. Totally. Completely screwed them over and this is something that we are going to have to deal with for decades to come and i go back to the the study on learning loss after uh katrina in new orleans kids out of school for like two weeks they wound up more than a year behind their peers when it comes to proficiency in reading and math what do you think is going to happen to a lot of these kids in places like chicago new york oh yeah all over the place who were locked out of school because the CDC was giving recommendations that were written by special interest groups. 
You know what, man? Give me 30 seconds for a rant. All right, so I don't, don't want to be on a soapbox too long. But I'll put it to you like this. And I, I'll, if you know me, you know I'm a person of faith. Not a great example all the time, but that's the fact. A lot of people will talk about whether it's a loss of faith, a loss of morals. A lot of people in the country won't do what's right. You know what the right thing is to do, but you got too much to lose, personally. Maybe on social media, you're going to get called out, or you're thinking about money too much, but just do the right thing. If we had done that every step of the way, we'd be in much better in a much better situation than we are now. At 30? Yeah. You're yeah. good. The point of that is, whether it's the teachers union, they're not looking out for the best interest of the kids. <laughs> no. I mean, if you ever question that, you should know now what that is. So many people in our government, they're not looking out for the people. They're looking for themselves. Everybody's trying to get a gain somewhere else. Just do the right thing. Things will work out for you in the end if you do that. But there's too many people that just don't want to do it. Think about this. We'll transition to Florida. And now Florida is the butt of jokes on late night TV. Florida doesn't care. DeSantis doesn't care. I truly believe he's trying to do what's right. He also knows he's on the right side and people are behind him. That helps, too. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing it right. He's reflecting the, the will and of, the, of the people he represents, I'll which is why you get elected. Echo what you've said in the past, David. Please, DeSantis, don't let us down. Do not. Please. I'm gripping, man. Me, too. I uh, agree. Yeah, because you've been burned too many times. Yep. I mean, right now, watching DeSantis, you almost feel like as an athlete saying, I've never taken performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> oh, no. Then you find the clear in his locker. <laughs> Damn. Uh-oh. No, so far, man, he looks like he's really doing things the right way. And so you have the parental rights bill. And you see it's full court pressure from big tech and legacy media and the left. It's the don't say gay bill. He's trying to get people back in the closet. He's trying to outlaw being gay. None of that is true, of course. And then you have Disney on top of it trying to put pressure on DeSantis, on Florida, we're going to do everything in our power to change this law that DeSantis has just put in that says that teachers can't teach kindergartners about transgender issues, which most Americans agree with overwhelmingly. But this is what he had to say. He was on Tucker's show last night talking about Disney and what this is about, because some people are confused. So you got to wonder, like, why is the hill to die on to have transgenderism injected into kindergarten classrooms or woke gender ideology injected into second grade classroom? Why is that the hill to die on? Yeah, why is that? Can you even attempt to answer that question? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. And, and it's not everybody who is opposed to this, but the people who are driving the opposition in the activist class, it is a... Honestly, it's it's they're communists, man. They want they because it's not about transitioning kids. It's not about turning kids gay or anything like that. What it is is to confuse an entire generation of people and to break them because broken people are easy to control and manipulate. And you're talking about the big powers that be. Yeah. Yeah, because when I'm talking about some of these teachers that we've seen on TikTok Mm -hmm. and what they're saying, I think they do want kids to transition. Misery loves company. You know, another thing that maybe not quite as sinister is that 
when you have zero metrics to point to that things are going well, you have to find something that divides. Maybe. I mean, you can, what are you going to talk about? How awesome things are? Well, well, again, I mean, a lot of these teachers who are coming out and they're freaking out about this bill and they think it's hateful and all of that, they're, they've been victimized by this movement as well. I mean, after the collapse of the Weather Underground and other communist movements that happened mm. in American history, a lot of those people wound up in education schools, at colleges, teaching the next generation yep. of educators. So Indoctrinating, yes. Right. So, yeah, I, I think they are actually deeply invested in this ideology. I really do, and I, I don't think they think of themselves as emissaries for this movement, but they are. Here's the other thing DeSantis said about Disney. <laughs> Pointed out the hypocrisy, which was great. That they actually do Disney cruises, Tucker, to the nation of Dominica, which criminalizes homosexuality. So they're fine doing that and lining their pockets. They're fine lining their pockets from the CCP and all the atrocities that go on there. But it's those kindergartners in Florida that they really want to have transgenderism uh, as part of their core curriculum in school. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Uh, brighter note, if you're a sports fan, especially a golf fan, the rumor, Tiger could be playing in the Masters next week. I think that's great if that happens and he's competitive. My fear is he's going to be Willie Mays staggering around center field with the New York Mets in 1973. Oh, no, that doesn't happen. I mean, it, don't don't be fearing that. Here's why I say that. You're, so you're afraid he would go out there and hack. That his skill set is diminished such that he will embarrass himself and his legacy. Tiger wouldn't do that. He okay. Would. All he right. Would. Not only that. I hope you're right. Tiger went through a couple of years there where he was chunking and fat, chili dipping, wedge shots. Couldn't keep a driver on the map anywhere. He was on the struggle bus. He was still out there competing. It's a little bit different in golf that way. If he just gets out there and plays and he say. For the sake of argument, he hacks 12 over over the two days, misses the cut. Everybody would say, it's still miraculous. He made it. It was good to see him there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just be good to see. Are you negative net on everything? No, I, no I'm not. I'm just, it, sometimes you just, you're no, we're all told we can no longer play the children's game. And sometimes you just got to move on. Did you, play see on the him? Senior Did you see tour. him in December when he played with his kid? Yeah. He played pretty darn good. I saw him playing with his kid. Yeah. And I hope, okay. I hope so. I think he's great. I mean, I love watching him. If he's in it, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Except uh, let me just bring negativity well, on this. Uh, Willie Mays. Remember Willie running on the waterbed out there in center field. <laughs> okay. Not only should we get to a news update, but if we have time. Okay. Things that used to make you look rich now make you look poor. What would that be next? Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Joe Biden, the president of the United States, came out today and said uh, that COVID is not over, but it no longer controls our lives. But, I mean, I think that federal mask mandate is still in place, so that does seem to be rather uh, present, present in our lives, at least. 
All right, here it is. Because of the strategy we executed over the past year on vaccinations, testing, treatments, and more, we're now in a new moment in this pandemic. It does not mean that COVID-19 is over. It means that COVID-19 no longer controls our lives. That's what it means. Okay. I mean, for most people, they're like, yeah, we stopped with that a while ago. Yeah. Whatever you say, Joe. Okay. Hey, the uh, governor of Oklahoma, Republican, Kevin Stitt, mm-hmm. just signed a bill banning biological males from women's sports. Good. So maybe governor of Utah, Indiana, could take a lesson. This is how you do it. You mm-hmm. sign it. Mm-hmm. As they said there, it was common sense. He was uh, also surrounded by female students and athletes as he signed it. So no more women with penises competing. What? Women don't have those. Correct. We were being told something else for a while, and you have to say that's a woman, even though that woman had, you know, I guess I don't need to say it again. Anytime we need the definition to me, it's very simple. You just go to that woman that was at the Wii Spa in Los Angeles because she called it out better than anybody I can imagine. What's sexual orientation? I see a d- <laughs> It lets me know he's a man. Right. He is a man. He is not no female. Correct. Well, she's a scientist. <laughs> Might as well be. Yeah. Smarter than a lot of scientists we have right now. Right. What else did she say? There's no such thing as transgender. He has a d- Okay, he has a penis. He has penis is hanging out. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Of oh the yeah, 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 yeah. I have a right to feel comfortable right. without a man exposing himself. Okay, no, you go somewhere else. <laughs> That's the best. Okay, something else. I mentioned this earlier. Things that used to mean you were upper class, like rich. Now it means you're lower class. Poor. Anything come to mind? Uh, smoking. Th- yes. Yeah. Wow. That's totally one. Not, Not anymore. No. No. But look at the old movies. I mean, the upper class rich people were all smoking. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, if you were to be honest with yourself, Mr. Robbins, maybe this is for you too, David. Well, we got three ex-smokers on the show. Yeah. Did you ever think smoking looked cool? Oh, sure. Are you kidding me? Yes. Most people won't admit that. Oh, I do. I talk to. Yes. There's certain people you admired, they smoked a cigarette cool. It's like, well, I want to be cool like that. Keith Richards put that cigar in the head of his stock of his guitar? Yeah. That was Eddie. Well, Pete Keith did it, too. Did he? Did he do it before Eddie? Yeah, I think Keith originated it. Okay. He should have taken some lessons from Eddie while he had the chance. Well, yeah, maybe. You're right. I don't dispute that. (laughs) I'm just, just saying, saying all those guys smoked, though, and it always right. looked cool. I mean, the cool guys in the movies smoked. Yeah. Baseball you, players smoked. Is that what you thought, David? Yeah. That looked cool? Yeah, I thought so. Of all the stupid things you've done in your life, was starting smoking maybe the dumbest? Yes. It's certainly in my top three. Mm-hmm. That's why you out. start when you're young, because when you're 40, you don't go, you know, I'm going to take up smoking. Yeah, that's true. Also, wall-to-wall carpeting. Yeah. Used to make it seem upper class. Now, not so much. Yeah. yeah. Carpet in the bathroom. Yeah, now it's yeah. 150 bucks a month. Yeah. Mm. It's a move-in price. <laughs> Flip phones, wallpaper, water beds. Yeah. 
The whole waterbed. Golly. Yeah, what a pain in the neck to oh move my one of those. Oh, gosh. And they, they would smell and... Mine didn't brutal. smell. I've I've had some. I'd Why not, did yours smell? First, what yeah, water did you use? Well, no, he didn't treat it properly, and it just you smell. Maybe it was something else. Maybe it was on the. No, it wasn't. It was. Uh, this was... is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Quick break there. Definite, Are you sure? Definite stench coming out of waterbeds. Yeah. I think you had to put some like tablets in there. You were supposed to. Yeah. Did you not do it? I wasn't mine. It was a roommate's of mine. She didn't put the tablet. He there? did. I had well, a roommate. Could, well, how could you smell it? Because you, guys... you could walk by his room and smell it. Oh, so it wasn't like there was... No, I wasn't bouncing around in the bed with him, no. <laughs> if that's what you're getting at, no. I didn't know if it was back in the old times and it was cold like Abe Lincoln or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Just for the warmth. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking Me about. And speed. Yeah. Snuggleophagus. Uh-huh. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Just tickle fights in her <laughs> underwear. <Yeah. laughs> and that's when the tears came. <laughs> exactly. All right, Scott Robbins, top three stories of the day. The trifecta next, right here. Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. That's the millennial David Van Camp. And, of course, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. I just want to say it's an important day. It's an important anniversary in our nation's history in the long battle against COVID-19. Oh. One year ago today, the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, was on MSNBC and said this. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. Whoa, Daddy, that does not age well at all, uh, does it? Man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, boy, there. Well, rare. One in 5,000. Okay, actually, uh, yeah. You could probably still get it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, you were out yesterday, Scott, but we had the story that there was a cruise ship operated by, I think it was Princess Cruise. Yes, sir. Um, that finally made uh, port in San Francisco. A lot of people on the ship who were all fully vaccinated, 100% vaccinated. Had to be vaccinated to get on there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people had to quarantine because they got COVID. Big outbreak. <laughs> Joe Biden from a year ago. The the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until I did. <laughs> yeah, you did, Scott. You yeah, did. I did. <laughs> Lying bunch of. Well, now it's okay to get that next dose. You going? No, I'm not going. No. Okay. No, I'm done, dude. I'm done. I can't. I'm an overload. Okay. What if the doctor says, Scott, maybe you should. Just ask him. The only way I would do it, the only way, yeah, is if it would help me grow hair back. <laughs> That's it. 
If it cures male pattern baldness, then I'm all in. I'll take 60 shots. <laughs> but outside of that, yes, no go for you. No, I, I, I can't. Well, I don't. I shouldn't say definitely, but you know. Well, just know, and they announced it today. They're saying by fall, probably a fifth shot. I'm not joking. I just saw it an hour ago. Gosh, dang. Yeah. We'll be walking around with those IV drips eventually. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for your big three stories of the day? Yeah. I, I do want to make one mention real quick, David. Uh, boot number three. I'm, I'm changing something around. Okay. So what you had for number three booted? Oh. Okay. I, I made an I made an I, I have an alternate here that I like better. You're calling the audible. Yeah, I am calling the audible. Well, it's your show, man. Okay, yeah. We're just living in it. You know. Are you ready? We're live. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Scott Robbins, top three stories today. Do it every day at this time. Helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. From his top 40 days, did you let him know it was different? Casey's aware. Casey's aware now, yes. All right. Yeah. I think he's ready. I'm ready. Okay. Four. I telepathically sent him a note. <laughs> Four. Don't don't say four. Well, I think he's confused. Okay. Well, I was I was Did substituting you boot the one, one story out for all the, the all the way around. Yeah, I was I, I booted three. I got a substitute for three. Okay. So all we right. don't four. have to go with four. No, no, no. Right. Oh, don't three. do four. Okay. Uh, okay. Three. So yeah, this segment's only so long. So okay. Are we, going, right. are, we, are we going three as we count them down? That you no. Want we'll to go one two. We'll go one two three. Okay. So so wait. So three Kelly is, Clarkson, you still want Kelly to do Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson is number one. Yes. Okay. I, we're on the air, Casey. Man, easy, buddy. I think he just said, "I'll oh, bleep it." He okay. doesn't like it when things get changed yeah, I on him. I, he get he I, gets the memo and he wants to just stick with it. But, I understand. You know, unfortunately, you, we're going to make some changes. Yes. You know, they do this to me all the time. I know. Right. I, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. Okay. Three. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson has changed her name. Yeah, it's official. Kelly Clarkson is no longer Kelly Clarkson. Documents have been obtained. They confirm Kelly has dropped Clarkson off her last name. Her legal name is now Kelly Brianna. That's her middle name. No okay. explanation as to why she dropped the word Clarkson from her name, but apparently she likes Kelly Brianna much more. Well, she got divorced. But that wasn't her married name. It wasn't? No. That was her maiden name. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, didn't she say that, and she's still stuck with Clarkson, but now she's going to try to change it professionally, too? Yeah, and what really irritates me about all this, i got to re-embroider all the pillows I have. Oh. Ah, Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore! <laughs> Not anymore! This is going to be... Say it again. This is going to suck. Ah, Kelly Clarkson! Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's just going to be... This going to be confusing. And all right. We're getting closer sad. and closer to number one. She's Kelly Clarkson again in six months. Count on it. Okay. Two. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought she'd be Kelly A. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Biden got his second COVID booster. Yeah, he did. Joe got it today. Rolled yeah. up his sleeve and got it. And this is, this is number five for Joe. And really, it makes total sense because uh, he's following the protocol at nursing homes. So th this is exactly what should be happening is now. It, is it number five or number four? Well, he's had, he had, we've, I've had, how many have I had? Three? You've had four. three. Okay, this is his fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what's it? Six. <laughs> right. I don't think it's six, Casey. It's not six yet. Now, by okay. fall, you're telling me, though.
It very well could be. Correct? Yeah. Yes. Well, five. At least five. Yes. Are you going to get a fourth one? Not planning on it. No. No? No. Okay. Just asking. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of people saying that, and I know they're going to get yelled at as anti-vax or whatever, but I, I've heard a whole lot of people saying, uh, you know, after the third one, saying, okay, the fourth one, I'm off the bus. That That's it. You know, it, it, if if... You know, there are too many unknowns here, and if I have to get four of these doses within one year and I yeah. still might get COVID, then mm-hmm. clearly something is not working as advertised. Yes. The trust has been broken. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that's certainly part of it. And then you're looking at comorbidities. I mean, honestly, if you go back to the beginning, I don't know if we have time to get into this right now. It's your trifecta. No, but go ahead. No, but I, I'm, I'm all ears here. Yeah, I love this. If we would have taken care of people that were older and people with comorbidities, focused there, because we knew the information at the time, and, and there would be, you know, a case that would be sort of out of nowhere, like, wow, I don't, 45, healthy, mm-hmm. you know, didn't know, had any other issues, and was tragic. Those were rare. But, I mean, when you look at the percentages and look back at the numbers, hospitalizations and deaths, if we would have focused comorbidities, older people, and really kept things moving a lot better, we'd be in much better shape right now. 100% agree with you. Yes. So that's, I think that's what this show was calling for. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, it just I made think sense. any of us knew exactly what was happening. You were just trying to make sense of the messages. Without breaking the back of the economy. Right, and yes. then... Like anything else, when the messages don't match, then you start to question it. And you should. But then you it was a tell when people were being shouted down for just asking questions. Right. That's insane. Now, on with the countdown. Okay. And finally, one. One. Ooh, that's weak. He's tired, man. He's trying to figure it out. <laughs> All right, what is it? This is a mystery number one. Okay, uh, USCLA's Director of Race and Equity. Issued a tweet the other day. Guy's name is Jay Perkins. Okay. Uh, Jay, again, the UCLA Director of Race and Equity. Big tent, you know, got to have a lot of love. He weighed in on Clarence Thomas and his illness. Jay tweeted this out. No one wants to openly admit we all hope Clarence Thomas dies. Whatever you need to tell yourselves, this whole rule we're not to wish ill will on people is silly. Uncle Thomas is a sexist token who's committed himself to making us all share in he and his treasonous wife's misery. I hope he dies! <laughs> now you would think he would be fired for something like that. Okay. He hasn't been. Wow. That's a lot of hate there. Wishing death on someone. Right, because what his belief is, there are people being oppressed so much that if Clarence Thomas... Yes. The Supreme Court died, then people would have much better lives. Then Joe would get to assert, insert someone else right. on the Supreme Court, and the balance would start to steadily head your direction. Hmm. These people are sick, man. Yes, that's pretty sick, I would say. That's and there you have stuff. it. Yeah. Director of Race and Equity. Mm-hmm. I hope you die. All right. <laughs> there. Perfect. <laughs> Great message. Yes. Okay. Um, 
If you want one other story. Want another one? Yep. Did you hear about Mexico renting out its presidential jet for birthdays and bachelorette parties? What a cool idea. You did hear about it. I didn't, but man, how about Air Force One for a bachelor party? How about that? <laughs> Hot damn. I don't know if we can afford that. Well. Well, the previous Mexican president splurged on this jet, okay? Huge expense. The current regime doesn't want it. Been trying to sell it for years. No takers. <laughs> trying to sell it. So this week, the Mexican president said to cover its upkeep, they're now making it available to rent out for things like weddings, parties, or elaborate parties for when girls turn 15. He didn't mention anything other than that, and right now it's unclear how much it would cost. Um, everybody's assuming Mexican authorities would be flying the thing. Couldn't go too crazy. But <laughs> that's flying to nice. America, okay? We'll welcome you. Wow. So if they did that in America, I'm sure you'd have takers. Oh, yeah. Heck oh, yes. absolutely. I mean, they, maybe they, this will be Hunter Biden's job. You know, he'll, he'll go and talk to some of his friends and some of the strippers that he didn't knock up and bring them on, and we can rename it Air Force Buns. <laughs> Bad girls. Okay. <laughs> well, and, you, you, and, and, and the money could be used to for green energy projects. There you go. See? Uh, I like that. With the jet. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yes. With of yes, of course. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. We gotta get the Nimrods of the news still. And get to a news update coming up in just a few right here. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Yep. Thank you. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. If you don't have a news update, David, I do. It's up to you. All right. Just a little drive-by here. CNN launched something called CNN Plus. It's a streaming service. They launched That's it. That's the one uh, the Wallace is on. Yeah. yeah. Launched it this week, mm -hmm. uh, like two days ago. Fox Business Report, uh, CNN Plus employees are bracing for layoffs, possibly as soon as May. <laughs> Amid projections of lackluster sales of new streaming channel, CNN employees say new streaming channel could be merged into the larger Discovery Plus platform as early as May. To quote Chris Rock, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> Man. Speaking of Chris Rock, my news update was we need takes from different individuals on this situation to really right. understand what happened, Correct. right? Yeah. Thank you, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. For weighing in. I saw this. What you did he have to say? Uh, Kareem said, uh, Will Smith's slap was also a slap to women. That's right. If Chris Rock had physically attacked Pinkett Smith, Smith's intervention would have been welcome. Or if he'd remained in his seat and yelled at his post-slap threat, that would have been unnecessary but understandable. But by hitting Chris Rock, he announced that his wife was incapable of defending herself against words. From everything I'd seen of Pinkett Smith over the years, she's a very capable, tough, smart woman who can single-handedly take on a lame joke at the Academy Awards show. This patronizing paternal attitude 
infantilizes women and reduces them to helpless damsels needing a big, strong man to defend their honor. Least they swoon from the vapors. Kareem has spoken. Oh, yeah. Looked like she was swooning a little bit after that joke. Boy, oh, boy. Okay, worse than the slap was Smith's tearful, self-serving acceptance speech, which he rambled on about all the women in the movie King Richard that he's protected. Those who protect don't brag about it in front of 15 million people. Just do it and shut up. And that's great. All right, anybody else's take we've been waiting for? Just haven't heard you yet? You know, I, I thought it was going to be a little more divisive than that. I mean, there's some of that I can agree with. That what, you should have her stand up for herself? Well, that you're, aren't, isn't she strong enough to, to deal with some uh, well, somebody? Well, was a joke. Poking. Yeah, right. Again, man, as I mentioned before, if he just sits there and says, over the line, Chris, she has alopecia, she can't help it. I agree. Everybody's like, yay, Will Smith. Chris Rock, you're a jerk. But by doing what he did, yeah. And now Will Smith looks like a complete idiot. That's the way it goes. Gosh, dang. I mean, it, what? I can't wait for this Chris Rock stand-up this week. His tickets are selling out everywhere now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the prices yeah, it's have a hot... gone through the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in Boston tonight. I mean, it's got to, it's going to be hot. I mean, yeah. it has to be. Yeah, that should be fun. All right, got to get to Nimrods. Roll it out. Let's do it. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. Now, if you're around Portland, you know of the Unipiper. If not, maybe you've seen the Unipiper on YouTube. It's the dude that rides around on a unicycle while playing the bagpipes. <laughs> okay, and the bagpipes shoot flames. It's pretty cool. Wow. Oh, yeah, and he's got a Darth Vader mask on, Darth Vader, and, and a lot of times a kilt. Anyway, he's bumming right now. Who could do this? Someone stole his unicycle. Oh, yeah, it no. broke into his car. Yes. Smashed the back window. So this happened in October, but he just spoke out about it because it's still missing. And he said, listen, um, my heart was hurt. I almost didn't share the story at all because I don't want people to think that Portland's a bad place. No. Mm. He said it's, he's hoping that it turns up, but there's one scenario where he'd be okay if he didn't get it back. And that's if someone's been riding it around and playing the accordion or something. said if that's the case, they could keep it. <laughs> what a nice guy. <laughs> And China's e-commerce site, JD.com, is laying off some of its workers, but rather than framing it as a some sort of negative, they're calling it graduations. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And that's Nimrod's in the news.